JV. Yes, sir. Merry Christmas, man. Happy holidays, brother. I appreciate brother. that. Merry Christmas to you, too. I know we're a few days late here, but um, you have a good one? Yeah. Well, I mean, the house was a little sick Um. Oh. in the last week, so. Oh. Is what it is. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Yep. Well, speaking of sick, uh, the dog had um, just like the bottom dropped with the dog. Oh, oh boy. All Christmas Eve. Oh, wow. All night, and then he slept all day, Christmas Day. So, Gotta recover, right? Yeah, yep, I need to recover as well because I'm the one chasing him, cleaning <laughs> up after him. So do a few, few too many uh, Christmas shots. No, yeah, he just kind of <laughs> went in, man. You know, just exploded <laughs> everywhere. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, Captain Gilligan is on the men, ladies and gentlemen. Um, wow. Check out my IG if you want to see pics of this amazing puppy. But um, he's on the men. He's doing better. He just decided to ruin my uh, floor all night. Yeah, so you'll, you'll have that sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Added, added a lot there, man. Mm. Um, dude, did you catch that? Catch that uh, new Ryan Johnson flick? That little indie flick that he wrote and directed. That little, the little in, indie flick. Yeah, man, yeah, with yeah. Edward Norton. Yeah, yeah, it's and, t- uh, super tiny, super tiny. It's a small cast, yeah, you know what I mean? Little, like Edward Norton, Daniel Craig, Janelle Monae, Catherine Hahn, Leslie Odom. Jessica Henwick, yeah. Madeline Klein, Kate Hudson, and Dave Bautista. Just a very small cast, you know? <laughs> yeah. Did you catch that? Oh, yeah. What were oh, your yeah. thoughts, brother? Uh, You know, typically you kind of know what's going to happen with these uh, mystery things. But I love how this one really kind of pulled the rug out, like right in the middle. Right, <laughs> right in the middle. I, <laughs> I love how, how it's handled by Daniel Craig when he – uh. Just like reveals the plan. The fan's so good. And I'm like, okay. Uh well then, all right. <laughs> That's exactly what I did. I was like, because like, okay, so I've I've listened to a few interviews with Ryan Johnson about um kind of his process and that he's trying to do an updated modern Agatha Christie, right? If you look right there, Death on a Nile is yeah, I'm pointing at him, but he's pointing at it. We're we're connecting right now, team. Um, but can't, can't see this on the camera at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, death on the Nile. We'll we'll definitely put it on the. Um, we'll, we'll do a we'll put pop. it right here. We'll do a bubble pop. Okay. Can we do a picture right there? Can we, we'll do we that. We still have that technology. Yeah, yeah, we're good. We're good. All right. My trial is not we didn't expired get, yet. <laughs> I'm about to say, we didn't get sued yet, did we? <laughs> For our own picture, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, he was trying to do a modern Agatha Christie type large ensemble murder mystery, right? So instead of using, um, you know, Hercule Perot in these movies, he has Benoit Blanc, this Kentucky fried chicken sounding. Uh, Antonio Banderas. Not Antonio Banderas. It's not Antonio Banderas. That looks exactly. (laughs) Yes. Kenneth Bragnar is Antonio Banderas. Looks exactly like him on that person. fantastic <laughs> anyways but he's trying to do like a modern <laughs> man and i think like he does it right um you know i love those kenneth ragna movies that he's doing for Ag- agatha christie with hercule perot but these are special because yeah. these more relate to everything that we have going on with us you know just life and the technology is there and yeah. it's just modern it's just yeah. a fresh take and you're like 
how do these idiots actually get into this wild <laughs> trouble that they're in? Man? Yeah. And this this telling, man, this was fun. Yes. Uh, like I said, once that that rug was pulled out, I was like, okay. Yeah. Where where do we go now? Where, where are we going? Now, now we're back to square one. Yeah. <laughs> it was, you know, it was different than Knives Out. Well, you still have that that female that you're rooting for. Yeah. Right? I think that's something that he is going to try to do in each one of these kind of um, Knives Out mystery movies. But I, I did love, um, <laughs> my favorite thing is just like, how good Daniel Craig was as like the, why am I here? Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, because I mean, obviously until big reveals. Yeah, without spoiling it's all, it. But. It's all very <laughs> puzzling to all of us, which is what made it so much fun. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, he, he does an excellent job of that uh, as his character. You know, yeah. it's it's something that like, after doing a bunch of the James Bond movies and being all, um, you know, being smart, but being more physical and brooding and shooting and stuff, he's able to just act and use his brain. And oh, that's yeah. what's fun to see, man, how he can, how he's done one and he's doing the other now. <laughs> and it's just fun to see, <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah. And they all played a good role. Only thing that sucked was like, why, why did Batista the only one that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, like somebody so here's the thing with that, man. <laughs> I I say is like somebody definitely had to go. Yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, had that had to happen to, to be part but, of that deal. And, but if it was like anybody else, it'd be like uh but it was like it wasn't hilarious that he died, <laughs> but it was just like when you found out what killed him too, you're like Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. This is so simple, man. Dude. So simple. Yeah, guys, we're trying not to spoil this yeah, great yeah. movie. It's out on uh, Netflix right now. It, jo- it dropped on December 23rd, just a few days ago. Um, I loved it, man. Uh, the, the screenplay, the direction, performances, um, everything is just money about this flick. Um, I love the twists. I love the turns. These are mysteries that I enjoy, man. Right. Yeah, give me something that I can just peel back the layers as it unfolds, and I'm just like, dude, this is good. And you don't see stuff coming, man. You don't yeah. see it coming, and that's the beauty, man. I hate watching mysteries. I don't know about you. I hate watching like mysteries, especially murder mysteries, of things I'm not, you know, I don't know who the killer is. Obviously, yeah. death, death on a Nile and murder. Or I you I've read those books, so I know. Mm. But like these are a fresh take, and it's like, what's going to happen? Right. Ooh, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, guys. Uh, check out Glass Onion. It is on Netflix right now. All right. Um, we just left the theater a little while ago. We did. And uh, watched a three-hour movie. It was a. It was a long, long movie, but it really didn't. Feel it didn't that bad. feel like it though. Yeah, it was like it, it. It went fast. It was a lot going on. It kept it moving. Yeah. We watched Avatar The Way of Water. Right. The follow-up to the 2009 movie Avatar by James Cameron. Um, 
this has already made $881.4 million, so it's killing it at the box office. And it's already, what, one one $1.4 million profit yep. that, to that number? Yeah, yeah, basically, <laughs> basically. Uh, how was your return to Pandora, man? Oh, well said. Uh, well, it was a long movie, but... At the same time, like like we were saying, it, it went by very fast. It didn't really, it, nothing lingered very long. Yeah. Um, but there was a lot of different threads through that whole movie. Uh, I mean, it was a big, beautiful movie. Oh, it was gorgeous. Gorgeous. Uh, but every, everything about it was, you know, from from the skin tones, the the being able to see all the little uh, characteristics of everybody as we went through the movie and saw the different, uh, what would you say, the different species of humanoids or however you want to say it. Uh, So as far as that, it was awesome. As far as the story, uh, there were some stuff that was very long, very long parts of the story, but the end, from the beginning to the end, it all was one big, story yeah it wasn't random stuff you know what i'm saying like this little piece you saw was like i wonder why that's there it it made sense later on in the movie uh so i really enjoyed it it was a it was a long long run yeah so you know james cameron has help from uh rick jaffa and amanda silver uh for this screenplay and because he throws a lot of stuff at us, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The first one was only written by, by him, but he had some help here, right? We have a family story yeah. in this, right? We have a, um, like, an ocean poaching for, like, whales and stuff type story, right? We, yeah. we still have the, um, the main story is, like, hey, the environment is important, yeah. you know, why are you on our land? That nativist type thing, right? And protection. Um, so there's a lot of themes that throw at us, you know, yeah. just trying to coming back and getting revenge, the revenge tale. It's just so many themes, right? And the thing with James Cameron, what he does so well, right? And that's why Titanic did so well mm-hmm. is that Titanic was a story of like, five or six different stories happening yeah. on that boat, right? <clears throat> Where he can do that, and he's telling this over, overarching story, but this big, disgusting, bad thing is happening to everybody, right? Yeah, yeah. The same thing with Avatar, The Way of Water, is all this stuff is happening, man. His 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 kids are becoming more adult, and right. they're trying to do their own thing, and one's falling in love, Um you know, there's just so much going on, and I think James Cameron just has the, a way of when he writes, and I love that studios give him the breath to be like, "Yo, you want a three-hour movie? <laughs> You're James Cameron. We're not gonna say yeah. say no. You're a, all your movies make a billion dollars. Yeah. Okay, how are we ever gonna say, say no <laughs> no to you? Um, that allows him to do this, man. Yeah. Um, we have another one coming in 24. So there you go. Uh, Avatar four and five is is in the works, but it's not been greenlit yet. Right, you're probably waiting to see how this one f- yeah, finishes oh yeah. before. But hey, man, I'm in the theater for these. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. 
I, I love the way James Cameron always says tell stories, man. He's just the best. His my, once again, my favorite is still True Lies from from him. Um, <laughs> it's it's not Titanic. Good, it's good. not the Terminator movies. It's, it's definitely True Lies. All right. Um, but this was fun, man. I really had a good time, and just a beautiful movie. And that's really what what I got from it was like the interaction of the people with the lands. Yeah. Whether it was like the the humans coming down with their ships and literally burning up acres and acres of this world, yeah, just to land their ship, um, and they weren't afraid to push that boundary of how bad they were trying to show these people off, right? There was a little bit of a little bit of killing. There was some a lot of fighting, a lot of damage that happened. That's really what I took from the movie was we got this big beautiful world. But, you know, some people care about it. Some people don't. Well, yeah, that, so like that, that, and that's what I'm saying. Like, so the whole overarching is like the environment, right? And yeah. being, being kind to mother nature. Um, we as horrible humans are trying to just, Hey, we blew up our, we're messing up our planet. So let's right, go somewhere right. else and blow this up. Right. Oh, see if we oh, can yeah. uh, li- li- live here so we can do the same exact thing. Right, I you know I, I he's almost telling the story of like inverse aliens in regards to like you know how aliens come to like oh our planet is not inhabitable anymore just the old yeah, like yeah. old old school alien type yeah thing. yeah our planet's not inhabitable anymore so we have to come to your planet and we're gonna take over and we're gonna live and you guys are crap yeah, yeah. basically he's doing that but the humans are the aliens that on this planet yeah. right and that's kind of the story that he's telling. Um, what I don't want next for the third one is another B- battle. I like, yeah, yeah. So that's the thing, right? We got, know, the, got we got, we got Avatar, we got Avatar the Way of Water, and it was like big humans versus Navi battle. Yeah. Awesome. At the end of this one, 45 minutes, gorgeous, beautiful, just yeah. eye popping. Um, we got humans versus Navi, right? Yeah. Like for the next one, you gotta mix it up. I don't want to see yeah. you know the the military dude come back and just I mean full force. You know what you I mean? Know, when you think about that, it's like at the same time, it's like, well, what do they have if they don't have that for these movies? Because yeah. the, the the native people there don't want to go to war with each other. They want to live in their own place and respect each other and yeah. Live in their peace. If they don't have that war aspect, what is he really going to make a movie about in this situation? Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's what we're going to have to wait and find out. Yeah. But I, I felt like that was kind of the, the crutch of the movie. As yeah, as yeah. big, beautiful, great script as the movie was, um, that was kind of the crutch where it's just like, oh, yeah, we're doing this again, but this time instead of the um, forest, we're going to do this on water <laughs> and it's going to look gorgeous. It did. It was definitely gorgeous. So, guys, check out Avatar The Way of Water. Watch it on the biggest screen possible. Me oh, and Javi yeah. just left the theater for this. Um, this was fun, guys.
Welcome to this week's episode of Movie in a Pod. I am Clyde Smith. And I am Javier Villalobos. On this week's episode, we are discussing the trailers for Alice Darling, champions in our Movie of the Week, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Team, we're gonna check out these trailers. Check out the full reactions on our YouTube page. All right, let's All right. get it. All right, team. Uh, we have Alice Darling, a young woman trapped in an abusive relationship, becomes the unwitting participant in an intervention staged by her two closest friends. This has Anna Kendrick, um, Cantilo Horn. Charlie Carrick and Yumi Mosaku. Wow. Um, are guys really this clingy and protective? And what is it, man? Um, yeah, this guy is uh, pre- pretty creepy. Um, seems like uh, maybe a. a a, a man who wants to be in charge? Manipulative. Like a, I think there you go. I think that's, that's the a word. good word. Yeah, he's very word. manipulating yes. in the relationship. Yeah, she seems to feel like she's there to just... Uh, or she seems worried, like, if she does something wrong, something bad's going to happen, right? Yeah. Or maybe she's worried he's going to leave her. Maybe she's got some problems she needs to figure out. Some personal issues. Yeah. And she's like clinging to this guy, right? Yeah. This I is going to be one of those movies where you don't, I, I feel like this is going to be one of those movies and it's, it's exactly 90 minutes where you're going to learn about Anna Kendrick's character, Alice, um, by peeling back the onion. Why is she with a guy like this? Yeah. Um, you know, what happened in, in her life to make her be like, be with a guy like this that you had to lie to him to go up to a cabin for the weekend. Right. Um, why the hell did this guy look at, uh, you know, see a missing person and he automatically thought about you? Like, it's just a <laughs> lot of questions, right? Yeah. A and lot of messed up questions. Yeah, yeah. 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 Man. Like you're, what, what are you going to do? What is he going to do for the weekend? Like, Go, go party, dude. Yeah, go, go, go out with the boys, man. Go get wings and beer. Right. Unless he's one of those guys who does not have any guy friends, right? He's just literally about his relationship. And there's guys like that. I mean, you know, there's there's still other things to do. Of course. Of course. Um, but, like I said, I don't know if it's maybe a, like, a, like I said, like a power issue where if she's not there, he feels like he's not in control of her. Hey, Possibly. That's another question. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she seemed to have want to get away from him. She lied to him. To go yeah. So. Yeah. That that's the that's the kind of overarching. Like, why did you have to lie? Like, did you think yeah. he was going to say no, or right. would he be manipulating in a way that you he didn't want you to go and would stay that? I just I have so many questions, man. But it oh, seems yeah. like a very unhealthy relationship. Oh, yeah. Um, very, yes. I don't very. <laughs> think uh, 
you guys got to let us know what your thoughts are in this trailer. We're going to post it to our socials. Alice Darling, starring the amazing Anna Kendrick. Uh, great to see her in another flick. But, uh, yeah, cheers. All right, team. Uh, something a little lighter here. Um, we have Woody Harrelson and Champions. A former minor league basketball coach is ordered by the court to manage a team of players with intellectual disabilities. He soon realizes that despite his doubts, together the team can go further than they've ever imagined, guys. Uh, this is brought to us by the great uh, Bobby Fairley, um, one of the great comedy directors, man. But the great thing about the Fairley brothers is like their, their comedies have always had really good crazy comedy mm-hmm. sometimes slapstick sometimes very very smart yeah but there's always like an underlying message okay to everything man um and i think woody harrelson is the only guy who can pull off like <laughs> a movie like this right? right who can be like kind of that a-hole at first but then grow and actually love this these group of uh players yeah. you know with these di- disabilities right and actually like play with them root on root for them you know be there yeah. for him right and I, I love seeing kind of i love seeing like these type of movies where you get the gruff and i'm all about trying to go to the nba and stuff yeah. like that but like you know it, like it ends up finding out that it's not about it's not just about that. We've anymore, seen right? this yeah. movie before. <laughs> yeah. In in one way, shape, or form. Yeah. But just the ride is what is fun. Oh you yeah. Know what I mean? Oh <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the the comedy, the the message yeah. that it uh that it tells throughout the movie until yeah. we get to the end. He's gonna um, he's gonna get a shot at the like coaching in the NBA, yeah. like for, on like an interim basis or whatever. Yeah. And it's either like this or coach the team, right? With yeah. the kids with the d- disablements and whatever. And obviously He's gonna be like on the tightrope. Like, what oh, yeah. should I should I, mean, I do? We, Seen the movie before, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, love the process, the beginning. Right. So, uh, shout out to Woody Harrelson, Ernie Hudson. Uh, we got Cheech Marin, uh, Caitlin o- Olson. Let's go. Love love <laughs> that man. Um, the cool thing about this man is seeing. You know, we had a, a quiet place, right? And that mm-hmm. had the the daughter that was in there. She's actually. And actual, uh, she's actually deaf, so she knows, mm-hmm. like, you know, sign language and stuff like that. Right. And then we had the girl from Eternals, same exact thing, right? Yeah. So I like seeing this, man. I like seeing that there are people who have disabilities but can still show up yeah. to, to set, put on a damn good per- performance, make us laugh, make us cry, have a good time, man. Yeah. You know, it's all about, and I, I I say this all the time, man, but it's all about um, diversity in every yeah. aspect. We yeah. want to we want to yeah. see us in everything. D- diversity, I mean? uh, equality, exactly, uh, and understanding that we're we're all just here to do the same stuff, man. We're all here to do the no same stuff, what. man. So, guys, we're gonna throw champions on our socials. Let us know your thoughts. All right, brother, we're going to jump into this week's movie. Let's handle it. Yeah, man. We got 2005's Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. You're in for a good one, team. (laughs) Uh, A couple other movies that came out in 2005 was Lord of War, Just Friends, The Cave, 
Jarhead, the longest yard. Stealth. That was actually a really good flick, man. Stealth. Yeah. Uh, really, really good. It was uh, a Jessica Biel. J- Jessica Biel, Jamie Foxx. Can you name the last Jamie guy? Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx. Can you name I the last not. guy? Josh Lucas. Nice. From Sweet Home, Alabama. <laughs> man, 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 man. Um, it was great. And then Fantastic Four also came out that year. Nice. And the Steven Spielberg flick that had Tom Cruise running with those amazing high knees. War of the Worlds, <laughs> man. <laughs> Just running. Just, Just running. Knees to chest, <laughs> man. <laughs> so good. All right, guys. So going back to Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Like I said, this dropped in 2005. Uh, this movie is written and directed by the great Shane Black. Yes, we're doing another Shane Black movie, yes. ladies and gentlemen. We had a budget of $15 million. Uh, box office brought in $15.8 million. Oh, yeah. So, Yeah. Starting this, we have, of course, Robert Downey Jr. as Harold Lockhart, Val Kilmer as Gay Perry Van Shrike, uh, Mitchell Monaghan as Harmony Faith Lane, and Corbin Burnson as Harlan Dexter, and a handful of other people that kind of come in and out. Handful of other handful. people. All right, brother, give us a quick synopsis so we can jump into this week's movie. Uh, a man uh, played... By RDJ, uh, Harold Lockhart, almost gets caught during a robbery and ends up uh, in audition for a role, which is literally what just happened to him in his life. Yeah. Uh, so it was perfect casting at that point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he ends up wrapped up in this mess while he's getting prepped for this movie role that he landed. Uh, and it escalates very quick until everyone is almost dead. Yeah. All right, a lot going on. So much going on, man. Just one of these uh, Shane Black neo noir mystery black comedy action thriller films. That's literally what it says in Wikipedia. Just such a huge lot of words. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang (laughs) is a 2005 American neo noir mystery black comedy action thriller written and directed by Shane Black. That's his style. Um, In his director directorial debut. Uh, so let's talk about RDJ here, man. He's let's our lead go. character, Harold Harry Lockhart. This guy, not the smartest guy on the planet. <laughs> he's not the smartest guy on the and planet. He's also, not a good fighter. He's, he's the worst fighter. But like he has the he has what RDJ <laughs> has though, and he yeah. has that gift of gab. Yes, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean. Like he has words, and he will use them. <laughs> does not matter if he's about to get pummeled or not. God, he's beat up a lot. <laughs> it's just so funny, man. <laughs> well, because he, he has uh, that attitude. The uh, He walks with his chest out. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he's not a good fight. He's got a lot, a lot of good words. He's got that peacock good, chest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he gets beat down, too. Yeah, so good. Yeah, so for RDJ in this role was fun. I mean, he was... He said he was just kind of a guy who, you know, as Harold Lockhart, just kind of stumbles into this mess. Uh, well, he stumbles out of one mess into another one. He stumbles <laughs> That's the, it right. Into every mess. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so, so he's uh, he's a robber. He's like, it's a store in the middle of the night. And, you know, his goons or whoever's with him uh, gets messed up. Some messes up. Alarm goes off. They're running. And then he just he gets out of that mess and stumbles into this audition, which 
He gets this <laughs> this role, and then it's just terrible situation after terrible situation. After he gets that role, man, he stumbles into uh, this party. Yeah, he stumbles into uh, a killing. <laughs> he stumbles into another, another killing. <laughs> like he just, like, he just, yeah. he just backs into all of these crazy scenarios, man, from start to finish of this film, and it is <laughs> fun to watch because, you know, we know RDJ now is just that guy who plays like Iron Man or yeah. even like the Judge, and he's just in charge, right? Right, right. He's that guy, Sherlock Holmes. He's just that guy who knows every step and he's in charge and he knows what's going to happen before right. anybody else. Yeah. But this was 2005. This was before Iron Man. Okay. This was before Sherlock Holmes. Okay. Same attitude. <laughs> Same attitude. Just, just less knowing of what's <laughs> being good at something. A lot less knowledge. Okay. <laughs> and it's fun to, to see kind of that range, right? This yeah. is three years before Iron Man and, him just he's just going he's yeah. just literally like a kite in the wind in this movie man and that's the fun fun thing right yeah. he, he thinks he's doing he thinks he's doing everything great oh, yeah every time he does something <laughs> but it's immediately wrong <laughs> but he does it with such a such a attitude that you're like okay well he seems like he knows what he's doing yes it's not he doesn't it's just wrong every time you know he he meets up with uh, he's just hitting on this girl at the bar. Yeah. Doesn't even know that it's the girl that he, you know, went to high school with, right? Um, he's, <laughs> he is trying to figure out, you know, this dead body that's in his yeah. uh, hotel room. And <laughs> probably my favorite scene, yeah. by the way, right? She's in there, like, change. she's in the, the bedroom changing. He goes to use the ba- bathroom. <laughs> He's like, he just turns and just starts like he's peeing. Yeah. And he just turns and it's like he's peeing on the dead body, right? Yeah. And then we'll talk about uh, Perry in a minute, but he's just like, why would you do that? What would possess you <laughs> to pee on the yeah, corpse? Yeah. <laughs> like, what is wrong with <laughs> Like, everything he does, yeah. man, just has just serious so consequences. So bad. <laughs> but it's so funny, though, man. But guys, he's our protagonist, right? He's the one who takes us on this crazy um, ride from start to finish. Uh, it's Christmas time in L.A., yeah. and it is just a, a fun, wild ride throughout, <laughs> guys. You know, we're trying to we're finishing up our adjacent Christmas series here with this flick, man. Awesome. All right, let's go over here to uh, my. I, I love RDJ, but my favorite character is, is Val Kilmer as Gay Same. Perry Van Shrike. All right. Same subject. This guy is a private detective, uh, but he works for this movie pre producer. Yeah. And the reason why is because he takes, you know, people on ride alongs and kind of shows them how things are. And. He's like that second in command. Should be first in command. Right, right. But he's like that second in command <laughs> in this whole mo- movie about what's happening, right? He helps Robert Downey Jr. through everything. He doesn't want to. Right. He's just paid to kind of do a, th- do a job and get done, oh, yeah. but they get entangled. So bad. So the, quick. The dead body that just drives over the, you know, in the, the car that yeah. goes into the water. Um, he's helping him out with the dead <laughs> body that's in his... Um, 
the uh, apartment in, in the uh, hotel room in the hotel room uh even like the the mortuary scene right like they're just involved they these they're a team of guys at oh, this yeah. point man uh but yeah it's uh gay perry <laughs> is his nickname yeah and val Kimmer's a very attractive man in this movie mm-hmm. he's uh like 61 suited up suited up beautiful best hair. looking guy beautiful hair and it's 2005, so the gay jokes are very are there, and they're they, very apparent. They are. They, <laughs> they, they yeah. all come from RDJ. Yes. But they just, he doesn't say it, like, in a, like, ill, you're gay. Right. He's saying it because, like, Perry has already cut him down or said something. <laughs> They're always, like, in retaliation, though, right? <laughs> and, like, yeah. because he doesn't have that Sherlock Holmes or, or um, you know, uh, Tony Stark type mind. Yeah. He only can resort to this, man. <laughs> he's not a smart guy. <laughs> yeah, because he's not, a, well, for one, he's not an actor. He's just some robber that <laughs> is there for whatever reason. Uh, not a good robber. Yes. Like that. Yes. 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 Uh, yeah, he has some some of the best lines, like the best honors. Uh, yes. uh, just his attitude as his character in the movie is a lot of fun. And he. <laughs> He just keeps it moving, yeah. Because uh, he's kind of he's obviously involved in this case, and then Harry's acting like uh he's acting like he's a real private investigator. <laughs> he really, he, he lies. So he's to, taking to on his own it. case. <laughs> so so Perry's there, like you know, just making fun of him, just trying to keep him keep his head on right, and like, dude, you you don't have a case. It's not yours. <laughs> Stop you're acting not, you're like not, you have a case. <laughs> you're not a private investigator. <laughs> Um, but some great, great one-liners from him, dude, in this movie. Love it, man. Love it. So <clears throat> we have two cases here. So we have the case where um, RDJ, uh, well, Harry and Perry. Wow, Harry and Perry. Oh, yeah. Um, they find the dead girl that was in that got dumped into the water, right? Yeah. So that's one case. The other thing <laughs> is our next character, Sister comes to LA and is dead. Um she's there a couple of days and then they find her dead yeah. in her in her uh hotel room or whatever. Um Michelle Monaghan plays Harmony Faith Lane. She is the it girl from high school oh, yeah. that uh Harry went to so they they know each other, meet about the bar and they try to they reconnect and mm-hmm. I love that she's messing with him for at least a good 5 minutes. Right. Right before she's like, dude, we know each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Like that's the it girl for for him. Yeah. And it's the girl. And, we, and great, like I feel like we, the great white buffalo. Great yes. Buffalo. I'm about. To, I was literally about to say that. Like we all have that one girl from our past, right? We're like right. we were close to, we were best friends, but we were just friend zoned. That's oh, it. Yeah. That happens. And th- his was <laughs> Harmony Faith Lane. I had yeah. a bunch of those growing right. up, guys, okay? Ninety <laughs> percent um, of the females that I hung out with, I, it was in the friend lane. Oh, boy. Friend zone. Couldn't get out. Was locked yeah. in. Just, yeah. <laughs> just can't get out of here. Everybody just, knows that Clyde just mimed being in a box. Yes, yes. Being yeah, in the yes, friend I zone. That was miming. <laughs> that was great. Uh, but she is a up-and-coming actress as well. She knows yeah. the same producer as uh, RDJ. So they're at the party. They see each other at the bar. 
and he definitely wants to rekindle with her, but he messes up and sleeps with her friend instead. Yeah, there's an excuse. What he's like, uh, he's like, it didn't really happen. She's like, is she in your room right now? He's like, I don't remember what happened. So, <laughs> so you know, technically, if I don't remember what happened. Nothing if I was happened. too drunk, I couldn't, you know, perform, right? So, I love just the sharp dialogue yeah. and sharp. Just writing in, in this movie, man. It's just, just great there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she is our uh, girl. She's I like it because she's never in peril, right? Even like oh, yeah. even like the the one scene when they're like, oh, we got to find Harmony. We got to find Harmony. And yeah. like, they're in trouble. <laughs> and then they call <laughs> Harmony and she's like, I'm home. I'm chilling. Yeah, I'm I've been <laughs> I'm at the house. Yeah, I've it's been fine. here since like seven, man. Right? You know, oh, it was a it was a dry lead. I yeah, didn't. Yeah. I couldn't. You know, do anything with that, right? She's always not in peril, and that's like great to see, right? You don't yeah. always just want to see like the woman in, you know. Oh, I gotta yeah. like save me this, well, save the, me that, right? The, the women in peril in this movie are already dead. They are already dead. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that is true. <laughs> so yeah, we don't ever have that that type of role, which is very good. Uh, yeah, she, she like you said, she was like really. She was on the outside for a little bit until her sister storyline popped up. Yeah, uh, but then she was all in. She was trying to get figure out what's going on. She didn't believe anything that they said. Yeah, she hires Harry uh, <laughs> because wait, Flicka at the bar told him told he told her Flicka that he's a private detective. Yeah. And then later on, she told Harmony. So then she hires Harry, and Harry's yeah, like, "Harry's like, I just want to have sex with you. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm whatever you need me to be. <laughs> right, like, you right. can see that on his face. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, yeah whatever I'm, gets I'm, me in. Yeah. And hopefully out this friend zone. Yes. Let's do that. I've been in this friend zone for thirty years. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to get out of it. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But she hires him and they go on. She's the third person on this wild yeah. chase. <laughs> I love it how she even catches uh, Harry and Perry necking, right? Because that's exactly what she says. Does she say, Why are you guys necking over there? Oh, yeah, 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 she does. <laughs> like it hide from the cops. Yeah, yeah. Just. <laughs> he says, Harry's like, what? Do what? No, no, let's not do that. Let's not do that. <laughs> Oh yeah, uh, yeah. And then we have uh, Corbin Burnson as Harlan Dexter, right? So uh, he plays the guy who basically threw the party at the beginning. He's going through some stuff over here with his empire and his yeah. daughter, and was it his uh, mistress that got killed? There's so much going on, right? And this is what Shane Black does well because he did the same exact thing in uh, The Nice Guys is there's this overarching type of money scandal killing yeah. stuff happening over here. You have these two idiot detectives trying to figure it out, right? And they kind of get embroiled <laughs> into what's going on. Yeah. But they fall, they, like they walk ass backwards into like these it's humongous, this humongous yeah, overarching plot, right? And they solve it and save the day. <laughs> Literally, they're, they're very similar flicks. Yeah. Um, in that regard, LA, uh, neo noir, yeah. mystery, Christmas time, you know, so like they, they have similarities there. I think this one is the better one just because of the, the strength of the, the two leads. Right. Um, 
but but still, man, uh, going with this Corbin Burnson guy as uh, Harlan Dexter, you meet him, you like him, mm-hmm. very inviting. You're at his house, partying, drinking, whatever, have whatever, man. And you see all this stuff that he's going through in the background, but you don't it doesn't really tie in until later, right? Yeah, yeah, till we get some name drops. Yes. Right. Yeah, till we start figuring out, like, okay, how this dude is kind of connected. He played uh, the Gossamer character in the 70s. Yeah. That got her, you know, because her sister. Yeah, it's a whole thing. It's just a whole wild thing, guys. Um, he basically uh, is very connected oh, to yeah. this entire thing. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, they just, you know, stum- stumble into it. <laughs> That's the perfect. And, and you, com- you compare it to the nice guys, and it's like the nice guys was very, that was that very slapstick comedy, I felt like. Yeah. Then you got one here where it's very, uh, it's very dry. Oh, yeah. More of a dry humor. Mm-hmm. And the delivery of RDJ and Val Kilmer and Michelle Monaghan was what what makes it better that in tight the long script. run. Yeah. yeah, so good. And I just want to bring up, guys, uh, <laughs> Shannon Sossaman. Yeah. Uh, she was our uh, girl from A Night's Tale, uh, 40 Days and 40 Nights, and so many other great movies, um, Rules of Attraction, The Order, uh, Road to Nowhere, The End of Love, Sinister 2. I, I'm just a big fan of her. Right. And I uh, just would love to see her do a lot more stuff. Um, Yeah, that's it. She's just awesome. All uh, right. She goes really quick in this movie. Oh, <laughs> yeah, she does. Um, <laughs> she does that. She goes really quick in this movie. Yeah. She's also one of the bodies. But I think, like, that was also a turning point inflection for uh harry with you know with her her death right oh yeah how he kind of just you know i'm not spoiling but he becomes a killer but it's because she dies right so he's getting revenge for her but i think there's so much stuff and this is why rdj is such a good actor is it's not just like the fact that she died Right. The fact that these guys like put up, took him in the yeah. back, beat him up, right? Talk junk, um, chased him, almost killed Perry. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like the big bad like henchmen. Yeah, and that put him over the edge. Oh yeah, and you yeah. just saw it in his eyes as when he pulled that trigger yeah, just over just, and over again. Just man. I'm done with all this mess. You know, and I think the next time that we saw like that exact look, man, is when he is sitting on his couch in Iron Man. And he's like tweaking yeah. his thing. He had that same look in his eye. Yeah. He's like, oh, he's about to do work, man. Yep. About to do work. <laughs> All right, man. So let's talk about the uh, sets and music here. Um, this is 2005 uh, LA around Christmas time, man. And hard boiled is a really good term for this mm-hmm. because, like, this is not just like a clean, gorgeous. Uh, I'm about to say New York, L.A. This is kind of a grimy, dirty, yeah. kind of like back alley look, right? Oh, yeah. Even the uh, the bar scene or that Christmas party that she was working, right? It looked 2005 type of zany type of um, weird. just wild, yeah, right? But it just didn't look like a very clean cut Christmas type 
holiday party, right? It was very off the wall. Yeah. Uh, same same kind of party, kind of like that was in the Nice Guys. <laughs> the nice Guys. Pretty close. A little, more, a little more classy. A little, little bit more. <laughs> Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. They had, they had, some had Santa hats on, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, um, But... Uh, most had pants. Most had pants. Nobody no had a shirt, though. No tops. Nobody had a blouse on at all. <laughs> the entire scene. I think no RJ was trying to take his off at one point in time, too, yeah, yeah. so... <laughs> uh, but it's just a really cool-looking, uh, you know, that neo-noir uh, look of L.A., man. Yeah. Right? Where... <clears throat> around every turn, something wild, odd, and horrific can happen. And it does. It, is. Oh, it yeah. does. Yep. Um, so that's just like kind of the look that he drops you in, man. And that that's really fun to watch. Uh l- let me ask you this. The music, right? Does it did it give you like um old school like Perry Mason type of old school like detective uh, yeah, it vibes? Be, right. Right. Can't be in that. <laughs> That detective, uh, <laughs> undercover yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, gave you gave me those vibes the, the entire time, man. Um, <clears throat> what's that? That <laughs> like it was just really dope, man. I, I can't, you know, you're the music guy, so yeah. I don't know why I even try. It was good. <laughs> exactly what I would have done. <laughs> All right, man. So let's move forward here, and I've, I tried to think of a really good theme that Shane Black was trying to tell with okay. this. Um, I don't think there's like an actual like theme theme here, right? But I understand what he was trying to do, man. He's a big fan, and that's why he did it twice, right? And he kind of did it with Lethal Weapon because he wrote that as well. Okay. Um, you know, he likes these. Uh, mysteries around Christmas time. Yeah, that our our heroes, our protagonists, kind of just fall into. I think that's a good a good time for these type of cities because you, if you're thinking about winter time, you're thinking about uh, cloudy, cold. Yeah, uh, peacoats and stuff. Yeah, dark. Yeah, you know, so you can have a dark movie and yeah. it makes sense. Then you got everything's wet and it's raining or it's snowing or whatever. Oh yeah. Um so I think that's good for these. Yeah, man. Um but as far as the I think just Shane Black just really just wanted to put a movie like this together yeah. and have it just every bit of com- like through every bit of comedy <laughs> in there, man. Oh, I, I love that. Yeah. I want to know like how much uh, Val Kilmer and RDJ actually like improv on it, right? Or was it yeah. like by the script, man? It's just so mm. good. And Michelle Monaghan, she held it, like you said earlier, yeah, she yeah. held her own oh, yeah. on these bits as well, man. Just oh, fantastic yeah. and funny. All right, guys. So that's our quick conversation about Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. JV, give us your thoughts and ratings on this, brother. This is going to get four buckets of popcorn for me. Nice. Uh, one thing I really enjoyed about this movie, because I haven't talked about much, the the narration. Oh, yeah. Of RDJ. <laughs> we did not talk about that, yeah. a really key role in this movie. Yeah. Um, and it's very, uh, what was it, uh, fourth wall breaking, mm-hmm. very meta. And I think I particularly enjoyed that. 
yeah. just as much as like the actors in the movie. Um, because it it didn't give anything away, but it made sure you knew what was going on. What was what was about to happen? What just happened? Yeah. And, and a, yeah. yeah, recap yeah. kind of. Yeah. And, <laughs> oh, and at the beginning, he's he does a narration where he has just a little tiny uh, interaction with Val Kilmer. And his narration is like, you know, that really didn't matter that much, or did it? <laughs> it, 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 it may matter, it may not. Uh, well, well, you know, it might roll around later. Who knows? Uh, but that was one thing I really enjoyed. And then yeah. just the, the banter between all three of them, uh, RDJ, Val Kilmer, and Michelle Monaghan, uh, just made it so funny. Yeah. So fun to watch for... Uh, a murder movie or a what would you, uh, procedural cop procedural movie. Uh, so four bucks popcorn for me, sir. How about you? Good deal, man. Good deal. Yeah. So I I love Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Um, first time I saw it was probably like 2010, 2011. Yeah, makes sense. Um, and I was like, oh, this is why this man became Iron Man. <laughs> Right, three years later, he was Iron Man. Yeah, um, I totally get it. Uh, the the writing, the acting, the just the three leads, everything about this movie, man, is just fun. It's scary. It's peril. It's goofy as yeah. hell, man. <laughs> it's goofy as hell. Yeah, it was. I think the goofy kicked up towards the end a lot. Yeah, that's where it really kicked in. He's just like, I gotta, I gotta get my, I gotta get my finger. <laughs> nope, I see. Nope, we're good. <laughs> and then like, and like, yeah. Perry's like, nobody's gonna check the dog for for fingerprints. He's <laughs> like, like, check the dog for a finger. That's where. It that's where it is. Nope, we're good. <laughs> um, this gets five buckets of popcorn, man. This is one of my favorite uh, mystery type films, man. Yeah. Where you just kind of you peel back the layers and figure out what's going on, yeah. but it's the strength of just the, the three leads that you have there, man. And all, all the little nuggets. Yeah, there's little nuggets of gold through this whole movie. I love this movie, man. Yeah. Definitely five buckets. We'll probably re- rewatch it again before the end of the year here. So, yeah. thank you for subscribing to this week's episode. Talking through Shane Black's 2005 mystery, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Next week we will be discussing the new Damien Chazelle flick. Babylon. That's going to be in a theater near you. Like always, I am Clyde Smith. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram as I am Clyde D. Smith. I am Javier Villalobos. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. J 8200 Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.